0: My brothers and sisters, many times we are given a task to do and we become worried about how we are going to fulfill the task, whether it is at home or at work or elsewhere, something that is on our shoulders and we wonder how is this going to happen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us how to calm ourselves down, how to relax, how to be content while you are fulfilling this beautiful task. And what is this? If you look at Surah Taha, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala talks about a huge burden that He placed on the shoulders of Musa alayhi salatu salam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, between verses 25 and 28 of the same surah. قَالَ رَبِّ إِشْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُ الْعُقُدَةً مِّن لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي Amazing verses. He said, O my Rabb, إِشْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي Make clear for me my chest, which means make it easy for me, make me strong, strengthen me. إِشْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي Make easy this task for me, my task, make it easy for me. وَحْلُ and untie the knot on my tongue so that they understand what I am saying. He made this dua. We are taught we can repeat the same dua whenever we are tasked to do something. صَدْرِي لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُ الْعُقْدَةً مِن لِسَانِي Especially when you're asked to speak to people, when you're asked to say something, it is very important you hand your affairs to Allah, you say a short prayer for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that Allah will help you and you then be calm and relax, Allah will take care of things. So Musa was granted the dua, he was very calm, very relaxed, he was able to face the Pharaoh and ultimately succeed. May Allah subhanahu wa taala grant us success. That's a very, very beautiful lesson. We have another lesson also to learn from Surah Taha regarding contentment. When we speak to people, we should always use soft words, even when speaking to your enemies. Use soft words. Allah subhanahu wa taala says to Musa alayhi salam and Harun. فَقُولَا لَهُ يَتَذَكَّرُ Both of you should say words that are soft to the Pharaoh. Perhaps he might be reminded. Perhaps he might be fearful of Allah. He might learn his lesson. If you are to be harsh, even with your enemies, perhaps the enmity will become more. And perhaps a war may begin where the losers, everyone loses. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us protection. So part of wisdom and part of achieving greater contentment even with your enemies around is to say words that are calm, filled with softness. Don't use hard words. My brothers and sisters, many of us are little pharaohs in our own homes where we use terrible words, soften up. Use soft words, use beautiful words, kind words, swallow that anger of yours, you will achieve contentment. If Allah is telling Musa this regarding the Pharaoh who was the worst of the time, none of us are better than the Prophet Moses, may peace be upon him. And none of the people we would ever address can be worse than the Pharaoh who actually thought himself to be a god. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us protection. And then we learn in verse number 72, a beautiful lesson regarding the magicians who were called by the Pharaoh. They were to be paid by the Pharaoh. They were to be compensated by the Pharaoh for their magic. When they saw the clear signs of Allah, they became so close to Allah because they surrendered to Allah. There was a calmness that overtook them. When you surrender to Allah, there will be a calmness that will overtake you. The the Pharaoh immediately threatened them by telling them, I will kill you, I will execute you, I will punish you, I will torture you. You know what they told him? Listen to this verse, verse number 72 of the surah. (laughs) Inna amenna be Rubina, lia of Fira lana, Khatayana, Wama Akrahtana, alayhi minasir. Wallahu khayru abka. Indeed, beautiful lessons we learn from reverts, those who had just converted to Islam. They were magicians, they had just accepted Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says they were so content, so calm. When the Pharaoh threatened them, they said, Do what you want. You can do what you like, you can rule against us with whatever ruling you wish. Because you can only punish us in this world, you can only make decisions regarding this world. Thereafter, we're going to go to Allah. And we expect the forgiveness of Allah, the mercy of Allah. We have believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that he can forgive our sins. He will definitely forgive our sins and he will forgive what you have forced us to do. And then they said, you know, whoever gets to Allah calm with belief, they will definitely uh, be granted paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa taala grant us a deep understanding. These people prostrated for the sake of Allah, just once. Thereafter, according to some narrations, they were executed. They didn't lose their contentment. They were happy. They knew that we're going back to Allah. Allah is going to be pleased with us. They were persecuted, but they were content. They were calm. One prostration earned them paradise. How many prostrations have we engaged in? May Allah accept from us whatever we've done for his sake. I mean. so my brothers and sisters, we move on to more of Surah Taha where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of how forgiving he is. He says in verse number 82. Indeed, I am the most forgiving to those seek forgiveness and then believe and then do good deeds they've changed their lives Allah says for them I will continue to forgive such people may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to forgive us the major sins yes and the minor sins as well may Allah help us to change our lives Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks also at the end of that surah verse number 132 about the importance of encouraging your family to fulfill the five daily prayers, to fulfill salah. Not only is it an obligation upon you to fulfill the salah, but it's an obligation upon you to encourage your family members to do the same. Many people lose out, they leave their children, they don't encourage them. Yes, when a child is very little, we don't say a word. They should be following by example, and they should be looking at us and wanting to do what we do. Even if they're one, two, three, four, five years old, we haven't yet said anything to them. When they get to seven, we can encourage them in a beautiful way with words. By that time, they will already have been following us anyway. Before the age of seven, they should have just followed. We didn't tell them anything. The telling only starts at the age of seven. And Subhanallah, use beautiful words. If you were doing it happily every day, they will follow you. At the age of 10, you can apply a little bit more pressure upon them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us. In fact, that hadith says that at the age of 10, you should separate the beddings of your children. That's a very, very interesting hadith, where at the age of 10, you separate the beddings of your children. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us children and may those children be the coolness of our eyes. Ameen. We move on to Surah Al-Anbiya. The next surah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the prophets of Allah, the struggles they went through, what they, what they were made to go through, the persecutions and how calm they were, how much they kept on calling out to Allah, they did not lose hope. How many of us lose hope in the mercy of Allah? You lose hope, you lose contentment. You have hope, you have contentment. So be hopeful, and Allah will grant you that contentment. Ibrahim alayhi salam, young boy was cast into a fire, which was prepared by his own people. His father was at the head of it. Imagine the father was prepared to throw his child into the fire and ultimately did, simply because he told him worship your maker alone. When we are upright and we want to worship our maker alone, be prepared to be persecuted. People might say bad things about you. They might think that you're a bad person, but keep going. Keep going for the sake of Allah. Be kind, prove them wrong, but don't lose your faith in your maker. Never Ibrahim والسلام, when they told him, we're going to cast you into the fire. What could he do? He was a young boy. He was still so content and he says, Allah ni'mal Indeed, Allah is sufficient for me. Allah is sufficient for me and he is the best disposer of my affairs. Whatever he does shall be the best thing that could have been done and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at that juncture we issued an instruction to the fire that instruction is made mention of in verse number 69 of suratul anbiya thank you so much for listening to the short message i pray that it has increased you in a little bit of motivation and hope and the same applies to all of us jazakumullahu khair assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh